Hey, I am here with Larice and Patrick, and this is... Do we have a title for this yet? Uh, we don't even have a title yet. Like, I, I want to say we two Duchovniacs and a virgin. Two Duchovniacs or two files? Two, two Duchovniacs, two filies? It's files. Files? Okay. I don't know if Pat's going to want you to call him a virgin. Well, yeah. You know, a virgin... Well, it's not actually a bad a thing. would mean he hadn't seen anything, and now he's watched the first three episodes. That, yeah, so he's so. he's new to it. He's been breached ever so slightly. But this just this just just mean now that I'm going to be having sex for 207 episodes by your analogy here. Is, is 207? Does that include the well 209, 211 really? Oh fuck! Each movie is like two episodes. I don't even like to have sex longer than 20 minutes. I sex know. doesn't happen. <laughs> Twenty minutes. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. The sex files. Did I watch the wrong three episodes? I watched the sex files. The triple X files. I got very horny. X X X files. <laughs> I actually heard that was pretty good. So what we're going to do? We're going to have a podcast about the X files. And Larice and I. I'm Walter. My name is Walt Frazier. I am actually the editor in chief of Duchovniacs.com. Yes. And I have been watching. I am the creator of Duchovniacs.com. I have been watching X Files since day one, the day the pilot episode aired. I saw it. Larice came right behind me, though. That might have been a lie, because yesterday you told me that Squeeze was your first episode. No, you said that. Yeah, but then you said me, too. No, I did not. Yes, you did. I, I like, did not. Is, okay. All right. Well, I, yeah. At some point, I, I saw Squeeze. I said me, too, to, like, Squeeze was the first one that freaked me out. Oh, oh okay. boy. It freaked so me out. So, Squeeze was the first episode I watched. Because I hate liver and onions. It really. must have been in, but like, jumping ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we just started dating, right? We had just started dating at that point. Yes. And I wanted to watch it, and you were like, no, no, let's go out. You I, found, I your, you found your squeeze yeah. to squeeze. Because that was Friday nights back then, right? Gosh. That's right. But we, we, could, we didn't start watching them together until almost season we two. With, we were with my friend Holly, and we were all with a group of people, and we were sitting on the mm-hmm. couch, and I was watching it, and I was watching this guy squeeze through, like, vents and, like, eat liver and whatever. Without onions. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, he's not. He's not Hannibal. That's a different show. Oh no, no, no. That's kind of a sort of subject for this fandom right now. Yeah. A lot of us are uh, Hannibal fans too, as many people know. It was recently canceled. Well, today is all about this podcast. Is all about the very first three episodes. And Patrick, literally in the last twenty-four hours, has seen the first three episodes of X Files for the yes. very first time. Yes. Never saw them. And we've been doing improv with Pat for. Five years now. Mm. That's why I want to call him like an X Files virgin. Like we're the two Duchovniacs and the virgin. But we'll, we'll, it's a it's a work in progress. I have a, an interesting coincidence because I well, I can't watch something without like going to IMDb and looking at like the trivia, mm-hmm. and the the pilot aired on my eighth birthday. Wow. September tenth, nineteen ninety three. So that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just that's to kind of put perspective that's on. The year that we dated for the first time. We met. But that's that's good to show. Like it was a show that I probably wasn't necessarily allowed to watch when it was on the air, so I wouldn't right. have had to discover it until I was like a teenager or whatever. And DVDs, television shows, DVDs weren't like a big thing back then, so right. you couldn't really binge watch it. But now it's like, oh, I can just I have the whole series on Netflix, right, right, right. and I didn't even know I had it until you said, hey, we're gonna do this podcast. Right. And I would say in 1993, it was probably one of the scariest things to have ever been on TV. It's certainly up there. Well, a lot of people compared it to, like, Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. And, um... It's most scary up until that point on TV, because it wasn't mm-hmm. on cable. Outer limits. Are we just jumping right into this? Yeah. We're, yeah. We're talking episode one? Pretty much. So, well, episode one, 
Well, I, I love the pilot. I've probably seen the pilot at least 10 times, if not more. I know that people can outdo that number many, many, many I've times. Seen it more. But every time I see the pilot, and maybe it's probably more, every time I've seen the pilot, I love it. And it's fresh. And it's so, because there's so many episodes that we've seen, and it's always a couple years since I've seen it. I've actually seen it twice now this year in preparation for this podcast. But I just love the whole thing from start to finish. It, it is almost like a. 50, or I guess like what, a 42 minute movie, a complete movie. If you never had a series, it would work for me. Well, I, well, every time I watch it, I always kind of laugh at um, how excited Mulder is because we never see him that excited about something right. ever again. That's true. Because <laughs> he gets so excited when they lost nine minutes. He's like, woohoo! He still like, has emotion. The most excitement yeah. you ever get from Mulder. Yeah. He went from being 21 to like 57. It did feel very, episode. it did feel very uh, 80s. <laughs> Amblin Entertainment like mad bit. scientist has been proven right moment. Right. Uh, I, when I was watching the first episode, I got the vibe that I, I wrote down like this feels very like Spielbergian, mm-hmm. like kind of the way that there's a lot there's a lot of fucking rain in that first episode. There's a lot of rain. And oh, I'm sorry. Are we not supposed to be cursing? I think it's okay. That's okay. We sent the kids home. So like it just reminded me of like Literally. Jurassic Park, how like the rain helps to kind of cover in the suspense. You don't see any aliens yeah. or anything really. Like the effects are very minimal. There's a lot of suspense, a lot of drawing up to it. And then he actually made a joke. He made a Spielberg joke in the first episode. What was it? David Duchovny did. I don't know, but I wrote it oh, down. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it actually says the word Spielberg at some point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I forgot what it was. Oh, my goodness. And then a couple episodes later, they make a, a reference to Close Encounters of the Third, of the third Kind. Right. Oh, they make the Spielberg joke because they find the, the body. Right. And they, they're like, oh, it's like kind of E.T. looking. Right. It's like a Spielberg movie. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I think Chris Carter, we just saw an interview recently, and he said it before, but I think it was a Spielberg cinematographer wasn't it that he met at some point um yes somebody's cinematographer i thought it was spielberg cinematographer yeah said, yeah, yeah it was it was actually just an interview they, that came out this week he yeah said, um yeah he was talking to someone that uh was part of amazing stories right yeah he right right with him right not, you know i don't want to be misquoted but it was something about you can you can tell a lot through the stories without showing a whole lot. Yeah. Yes. It's what you don't show. And it was all in reference to not having a budget to show it the right way. Yeah. Or not so being instead able of showing show, it poorly, keep it dark. Or not being able to show so much gore on TV right. because you're working on network television. Right. And even like now they can do a lot more than they could back then. Right. Back then it was like but a lot of times when you show it, it's not good. Like, if you can see the plastic, you can see the rubber. It's CGI. People are complaining the CGI with all the dinosaurs in Jurassic World this year. It's like, oh, we want to see the puppets. But the puppets look usually not great. Unless they're behind the trees and they're in the shadows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a whole other podcast in general. But right, right. It's, it's kind of the, the part of, like, the whole CGI surgeons. Right. Like, it just kind of, like, feeling, like, disconnected. And, right. Uh, but like the what effects in the first episode they use they it like it just works it right. works to accomplish what it needs to do because the whole episode is kind of surrounded all this mystery like is there is there not uh, life on other planets David right. Duchovny just kind of speculating right. so then all you really see is this glowing white guy which mm-hmm. is so telling of the times. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then the winds there's just like the that that leaf storm that goes around him when he's right. yeah when Billy's uh sending the the children up to the spacecraft I don't think it's ever actually like fully confirmed as to what the hell is we happening in it. that episode yeah does it ever get brought up later 
No, uh, we can't. We don't want to get. We don't want to spoil it. And uh, but a big part of this series is Mulder will see stuff, and Scully will see something, but never enough to convince her to go full blown. Okay, I believe in aliens. But there's clearly something going on. I think there's enough from day one to convince her something's not right yes. from the conspiracy standpoint. Enough to convince her that she doesn't need to put a shirt on to go show <laughs> Mulder right. Right. the little bumps on his, her back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is un- I was like, this is unnecessarily sexy. She just like runs into the hotel room in the right. rain and takes off the bathrobe and I was like, whoa, what's going on here? That's right. <laughs> no, I was thinking that too. It's funny because we're watching that and Chris Carter says, oh, I didn't put any sexual tension in there. They did that on their own. I, I had them completely platonic. There was never supposed to be any type of attraction, blah, 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 blah. Oh, the tension was to, there. Yes, yeah. it's there. It was and natural. It was great. It also, okay, and it but, lost the whole brand of fandom called Shippers. Yes, we invented the word shippers. Yeah. We invented shippers. shipping. Yeah. Yes. X-Files is the original home of shippers. Yes, when you ship someone, ship is uh, short for relationship. Yeah. So, and by the way, if anyone wants to follow Pat, it's at Pat, the Pat Reed. Are we doing plugs now? We're doing oh, plugs wow. because... Sure, follow me at the Pat... At the Pat Reedy. Yeah. That's right. Just so I get that Just nice and clear. ThePatReedy.com too, right? You have a website? Yep. Uh, yeah. Instagram, yeah. Vine, yes. all of it. That's right. I'm also currently downloading Periscope to see if uh, I can start ooh. doing that. Okay. So be on the lookout for some very uninteresting <laughs> comedy show streams, maybe. Live video. Yay. <laughs> and uh, I, like I said, I've been a fan from day one, and I have loved the show. Larice at some point came on and surpassed me in the nutty buddy crazy fandom world and we have all of our friends online and we all go whenever david the company shows up somewhere we end up being there and we uh, became the company i'm pretty sure we are stalkers i, I think was... we officially could can be <laughs> could call well, ourselves more, as i was honestly stalkers. more of a Mulder fan until i saw house of d and then i became more of a david fan right. although i was a david fan but yeah. i was like more of a Mulder fan and then like i saw house of d and i saw like some of the other what about playing god not after playing god um i, I enjoy that yeah I enjoyed seeing him do something other than Mulder. Right. I liked Return to Me, and I liked some of the other films he did. Return to Me was sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was cute. I haven't seen any of these either. Oh, sure. They're good. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll have the DVD movie marathon podcast. I did uh, appreciate uh, how, you know, serious he, he took his acting in that right. first episode. Right. I didn't get the sense that, like, uh, he was. He felt like stereotypical at all. I felt like he was actually trying to convey an FBI agent, right, with perfect hair, right. perfect <laughs> hair, perfect hair. By uh, the way, hair goes through a lot of different things. So. Sure, but it's, it's especially it gets bigger before it gets smaller. I'm someone who also strives for a perfect hairdo, and I know when it's raining as much as it is in that first episode, it is impossible to maintain. So. Whoever was doing the hair and makeup on that right. set did a great job. People so in Canada know their hair makeup. a source topic for him because um, he said a while back he did a bit on Conan and they made a joke about Vancouver, you know, being not having a lot of rain. I don't know the exact joke he made, but either way, 
people in Vancouver got offended. Yeah. And to this day, they bitch about him complaining about their rain. Right. Because he said something about, oh, I like raining in Vancouver. But they were happy to have him back the last couple weeks because all all the people were there. But I did see some snarky comments on Twitter (laughs) being like, oh, I hope you don't mind the rain. And I was like, this is a, what? Let it go, people. He's a New Yorker. I'm not as familiar with the behind the scenes of it, I guess. You're the lucky one. I'm just letting you know that if you bring up Vancouver rain, it's kind of like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> just let, let's go through the, the episode just a little bit, because we're doing a lot for this, and probably off topic from the actual episodes in this podcast, because it's our first one. But just to kind of focus a little bit, uh, talking, and maybe, Larissa, you're probably the most up-to-date, and Pat, you're most, uh, I'm not the most detail-oriented person, yes. I'm more about concepts. But let's talk about like what happens in this episode. Well, Scully meet for the first time, mm-hmm. and classic signed... Yeah, she goes in the building, she's assigned to work with him, he's down there in the basement. From the minute they meet, there's definitely some chemistry there. Mm-hmm. That's definite. The generic uh, FBI gray-haired generals right. send her down there, and she opens the door, and there's just weird shit all over the office. Right. Yes. What well, I love about the episode, before we ever meet Mulder, we get all that stuff about this thing that's going on, the... the alien abduction kind of look and then we get to see her when we see her coming in the building the very first time going into chief blevin's office blevin is that i think that's the name yeah i was afraid i'm gonna say the name wrong chief blevin's office and right away we get walter right is that his name no what's his real name uh csm yeah walter's the assistant director walter oh yeah that's Walter. yeah yeah that you walter. guys have the same name yeah walter oh yeah sorry we don't get walter yet um no. what's his name the csm yes well, should we really tell him his name? Oh, yeah. Really so he's a cigarette-smoking no, guy that's in the room. because there is the yeah. other connection that we happen to find out yeah. later. Yeah, we don't know anything about that yet. We can't, we can't ruin that <laughs> we'll for the people that are the, the babies. The man who smokes a cigarette yeah. is a cigarette-smoking The guy that never talks. You can see him see. at the very yeah. end of the episode putting yeah. the file away, which he was originally... Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. yeah. That guy. Well, that made him more memorable in my mind. I was right. like, what's he doing with the little uh, communication device there? Right. Shoving it in a big uh, Indiana Jones-esque type room, exactly. hiding <laughs> in all stuff. I always wondered when I watched the episode again, do I remember him the first time I saw it, that being memorable? You know no, what I, mean? I didn't. Because years later, you find out more about that character. So when you watch the sure. pilot now, it has yeah. so much more meaning. Well, it's like Davis the beginning of Sixth Sense, you know? As an extra. Was this right. show was like a Vince Gilligan show the whole time? No. No, no, but you know he what? came on as a writer later, right? Later, yeah. Watching the credits, though, in the very first five, ten minutes as they had credits, the names you do see, uh, Howard Gore. I definitely was like, oh, this does kind of remind me of like Supernatural a little bit, yeah. like Breaking Bad a little bit, all these other shows that right. I like now. And I'm like, I'm seeing where they kind of get their inspiration right. from. It almost felt a little kind of... Every single one of them. Like all the mystery felt a little kind of Twin Peaksy too. Because right. wasn't Twin Peaks like over right when this started? Well, Twin Peaks had David Duchovny. Yeah. Did it? He yeah. was the oh, that's right. FBI guy. Yeah. So it wasn't his first FBI role. <laughs> There's jokes well, about that might be coming back too. It is coming. It back. is coming back. Is he definitely doing hopefully, it? Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, yeah. There, there's been a few articles I've read. I don't know if it's officially confirmed, right. but I've seen a few articles saying he will come back and maybe do a cameo. I think he'd be a great woman by now. Maybe, maybe he'd be like post-operational he now. Woman back then. Maybe he'd be like but, post-op. Uh, but uh, a couple but of yeah, but the, all these shows that we watch now that we love now, uh, Breaking Bad, Twenty Four, Homeland, Supernatural. Um, 
all these shows, almost every show we watch now, I would say, has somebody from the X Files, and a lot of them are in that very first episode. Castle too. Very quickly, how uh, how little power the FBI has in this show, where they have so much power in every other show, right. they're just constantly getting dicked around by this other force, which I'm unclear as to what it is from these first three episodes. Yes, they're just saying it's the government, it's the Pentagon, yeah, kind you'll, of. You'll yeah, how does out. a local sheriff have that much power over? FBI? Oh, he was such a dick to yeah, them. Yeah, that was weird. But that's like that's a big clue that like something up with this guy, yeah, right? Yeah. He's hiding something. Exactly. Obviously. Exactly. Although I tell you, every time I watch the episode... And he had a big-ass shotgun. Right. I wouldn't mess with him. They had their little handguns and he's like, I was like, don't come in the woods. They, they both look though? at him straight in the eye and they go, we're federal agents and they're both pointing guns at him and he right. just does not drop <laughs> it. Whenever I see him though, that This episode, is pre-9-11 stuff well, we're yeah, talking about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very clearly so. Oh, um, every time you're watching that episode, I'm watching that episode, I see the sheriff with the lights behind him. I always think like he's blocking like them from going over the cliff because there's something they can't see over the cliff. And I realize, oh, that's just the lights from his car. Like yeah. They're going from where he just came from. Great. From where they just came from. Great cliffhanger commercial break exactly. shot, too, because like, oh, you're not okay. quite sure who the shadowy figure right, is. Right, right. And there's an episode many years later where, and I don't want to give it away, but, there's, but it's another thing with kids or something like that, and there's like a local people are involved, but they might even be the same town in one of those episodes later, but... Um, but that town is revisited, but not for another seven seasons. Yeah, we get back to it eventually a couple times, and yeah, 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 but it's one of those things where we go back, where there's a similar situation where there's in the country, and there, it happens a lot, I guess. Yeah, there are. And I was waiting for this other thing to happen. I was like, I kept, oh no, that, that's like four or five seasons from now. It's weird, it all blends together, but... Yep. You know, it's the same reason they stopped doing three's company. That was also before company. the theme song, so you didn't. Yeah, there's no oh, yeah, theme no, song in the I first noticed episode. that. Yep. Yeah. We don't hear the theme song until. Well, it's a pilot. That's common. Next, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then the, the iconic theme song you hear in the next episode. Yeah. But um, one other thing I wrote was we both laughed. We were watching it when he said there. When she said there goes my computer. I don't know why we laughed at that? I died. Oh, I died. oh! I love I love there watching. Goes my computer. I love watching shows like this now and yeah. seeing all the technology. Very like the all the like Doogie Howsery shots of the like free her cell phone. Yeah, yeah. like pick, picking up the phone in the hotel room. I'm like, oh, this is yeah. great. There was one. Oh. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll come to me but there was one moment watching these three episodes where I was like if they had cell phones this would not be an issue exactly <laughs> they do have cell phones yeah, a little bit of a sidetrack because we're watching at the same time Aquarius with David the Company and we won't get too much into this but they're always at a diner and they call the diner and say yes. hey Hodiak it's for you like you, I guess they tell people where they're going to be so they can call the bar or the diner where they're going to be hanging out if they need to get them and maybe that's an old cop thing yeah. And uh, but they, but kind of watch two together. But this being pre uh, this show and then Seinfeld are the two that I watch a lot. That you see the si the cell phones come into play two or three seasons, yeah. and yes. then the cell phones change every year. Yes, and that's very very funny. But yeah, you see the technology changing so fast in the '90s. But this and this started around the same time as Seinfeld, maybe a year or two later, right? I think that was late, early 90s as well. I think Seinfeld started before. Yeah, Seinfeld early, yeah. didn't really get popular until yeah. season two or three. Right, 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 right. But we'll talk about that in the Seinfeld podcast. That's right. <laughs> we'll get there. All right, so uh, what else are you talking about for this one? Anything so, else episode one-ish? No, just like, what, what is he doing at the end there? What, is, uh, what are you doing? CSM, we call him. Yeah. Oh, the, in the Pentagon there, right? Right. Cigarette smoking man. Mm-hmm. Right. That definitely stuck out to me as like, ooh. Yeah. But that was definitely like... Uh, 
probably because I have watched all of Breaking Bad, I'm kind of used to that trope of being like, well, this is a random little bit of uh, information and nobody's talking, but it's visually like something you're going to remember right. and then it's going to happen later and then you're going to be like, whoa, boom. Yeah. You're going to want some answers. Mine explode. Exactly. So going on to the next one. Deep throat. Right so deep throat, right? Deep, deep throat. throat. Mm. Yeah. Now who's, who's, this, so, who's this deep throat? Oh. I was afraid to hashtag it. I think I tweeted. Hashtag deep throat. Is it supposed to be a Nixon reference? Yeah, that's the character's name, Deep Throat. Really? Is it supposed to be the same guy? It's not the Deep Throat, but uh, it's based on a a Deep Throat-ish type character. Mm. Someone someone that works for the organization that supplies Mulder information. Yeah, this guy can take it. That's working for this other, whole other... Oh, I I had written uh, my first impression of like the first scene in that whole episode. It's just like clearly this is a year after the pilot was filmed. Like <laughs> all of a sudden there's like it looks like ten times. It looks so much less Twin Peaks and more like uh, Twenty Four. Like the Russian in there with all the guns. I'm like, oh, this is quite fast paced and exciting. All of a sudden, like, oh, the show got a little bit of money now. The pilot got picked up. Where'd it go? David still has perfect hair, I wrote. Mm-hmm. It got bigger. It definitely it did got, get it got, bigger. It they didn't age really at all, which is no. good. That's about the How same. old were they when they filmed the, the season one? 32? He, he, he was 32. He's 32. A year or two younger? No, They're looking like good. Seven years old. Oh, really? Yeah, got no bags under his eyes. He's looking good. They're sure, both looking yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. She's like 24, I think. Mm-hmm. Very GQ. Yes. Yeah. Playing with delight when I saw Seth Green oh, yeah. as oh, the yeah. like stoner, uh, like oh look we so bend the fence. Was that one of the first big things he did? Like maybe it was probably right around like can't hardly wait. Honestly, well I think that movie came out in ninety three ninety four, but it was definitely like of the time when he started acting, and he yeah. probably I bet we could look at his filmography. He probably booked a lot of roles like that back right, then. Right, right, so right. So I retweeted his. He did a shout out because everyone was watching. That, that episode yesterday on, mm-hmm. the, on the Global Rewatch. So he must have been, his Twitter must have just been blowing up because was <laughs> like mentioning, oh, look, look at the baby Seth, Seth Green. Mm-hmm. And he did a really nice um, Instagram. Right. Uh, and then he said, I was lucky enough to day play on the second ever episode of The X-Files. Right after the pilot had been picked up for 13 episodes, both David and Jillian were excited with possibilities and beyond generous in our scenes together. My character was a stoner, so I had... License to be very silly, which is always fun. David is organically very funny. He and I improved lots of nonsense between the scenes. When he takes my moped out of their trunk, you can see us almost break. I spent <laughs> a lot of time trying to make him break, but he was a pro. So fun watching such a funny guy play so many very serious characters over the years. It was nuts watching the show become a huge success and to now see generations passing it down. I'm proud to be a tiny part of the story. That's nice. Isn't that sweet? I think he made me cry. That's nice. Pretty awesome. Yeah, nothing on his Twitter. I was just looking at it, though. Well, either way. I never mind. Yeah, it, it was definitely not his first thing. It was on his Instagram, but I retweeted it. I, most of us retweeted it. because I was. He like, was on the facts of life? <laughs> wow. There was another uh, a moment in this episode that reminded me uh, of how of, of the times as to when this was filmed yeah. was when the mysterious government officials uh, stopped them in their tracks in right. these classic like 90s uh, cop cars, FBI cars or whatever you want to call them. 
and they they go through and they start destroying files and then they take the canister of film and they just yeah, rub yeah, their yeah. fingers across it. Right, right, right. I'm like, I bet like a kid today would watch this and be like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I, I, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Exactly. They, I took a picture. They actually look like men in black before the movie Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of like supposed to be, like, is that, I don't know, is there like comic lore? Maybe the Men in Black are kind of based on that, no? Well, I mean, the Men in Black are kind of a, a long-time conspiracy thing that these, these people that, you know, wear suits go around and cover up aliens. Yeah. Conspiracy. I think oh. They, 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 oh, yeah, this episode, the show. This episode had a lot of them, and I was yeah. like, oh, wow, all of a sudden there are a lot of government workers that are very aware there is uh, alien-type shit going down. Mm-hmm. Yes. And maybe David's not so crazy. Right. Then yes. I'm, but now I'm kind of wondering, like, why don't they just let him in on it? Right. I don't know. Just well, you're the, you're my ahead of yourself. I guess. You're ahead of yourself. I guess maybe. Yeah, that is where logically the story. That's like ex- season five, right? Mythology. That's like one of the big things that yeah. we talk. They talk about. Yes. Like we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Because yeah. everybody in this episode, everyone in the FBI is already, and then the next one too. Everyone's like already know, like creeped out. Creepy uh, Mulder there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to talk to him. <laughs> they well, leave him in his little learn, office. What you do learn in the first episode is the reason he's allowed to do the X Files. It's because he has friends in Congress. He has friends in Congress, but he's also had a lot of su- success as a criminal profiler. Yeah. So he, he's an Oxford educated well, yeah, so guy. He's great at his job. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't say that earlier. Their their relationship kind of takes off believably and quickly because they both researched each other. Exactly. And it was super cute. And there's a lot of professional <laughs> respect beyond the paranormal stuff. They, mm-hmm. they, she, she can tolerate that because she really believes him to be a great FBI agent. He knows, recognizes her being a great doctor, a great scientist. Yeah. And they're very intelligent people. And so I'm like, hey, we'll afford you some except, gratitude. Except it happened for the very first time. It was the very first ditch when he took the car, yeah. he's like, oh, I'll see you in a little bit. And he literally walked out. Oh, yeah, in the hotel. He took the car and left. And that is one of many. <laughs> is, there, is there another show where they do that? Or it's like some show parodied that? No? I don't know, but at one point there was a YouTube video. And I, I, for the life of me, I can't find it. But it had like 100 stitches. Of, of, it was a compilation. Yeah, I'm going to go shower and then we'll go back home. And then yeah. you just right. hear the burning oh, rubber. Right. Where are you going? Where are you going? She kept her clothes and on this episode. She did. Um, also, for some reason, uh, Mulder got approached in the bathroom. and. Um, well, that's the first time you get to meet Deep Throat. You met like, Deep Throat. What's going to happen? Deep Throat's in the bathroom with Mulder. He's washing his hands. Thank God. <laughs> he looks in the mirror and like, dude, there's a dude behind you. Hey, I'm Deep Throat. How you doing? <laughs> How about how about that first uh, that first like CGI ish type shot of the triangular UFO? Yeah. Like little cat things. Uh, no, the actual like when he when he sneaks onto the airfields and then he sees the the whatever it is in the sky right. there. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, they could have covered that up a little better yeah, <laughs> with some was, rain. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder that, because that's very 90s, where they're trying to do movie-like stuff, and it's not there. It's, it's kind of like video game-ish, 
kind of quality kind of spliced in there but uh and which is funny that they did that because the other stuff looked kind of cool with the two things, the two lights flying around. Yeah, the lasers yeah. that look like yeah. cat, cat lasers. I love the large, large diner lady. Like, hey, I took this picture of a fart. I love her. I think she's funny. Uh, I also wrote that in the in the last scene there when Duchovny's running on the track and he stops and he talks to the dude. He's got some very like yeah that scene right there. Yep. He's got some very unnatural sweat. Yeah. <laughs> like, it looks like somebody literally took, like, a spray bottle of water and just drenched him in it. Because, like, he's just sweating in places where there aren't even pores on his face. Well, it's Vancouver. He got his armpits, too. It's Vancouver. It was probably raining two seconds before. Oh, no, not the rain. <laughs> oh, we know it rained. I, I didn't say this to you this last night when I was watching it. I, again, confusing so many different episodes... There's another very similar episode where Deep Throat shows him an alien, and, and it's probably it's got to be at the end of the season. Like it must be like. Why are you spoiling it? For I don't want to spoil it, but it, I kept looking like, oh wait, no. I don't want to spoil it, but I already did. That episode, <laughs> I kept getting confused. You're spoiling it for Patrick, I'm not quite sure which one you're talking about. It's okay. I don't know. I don't listen or remember anything you might, say. Anyway. Maybe this is something that happens in five seasons now, but it all kind of like, oh, it's another air base, a, a military base, and. Oh, it's a different military base. It's a different episode. He gets so confused after a while, and uh, but I do love it. I love, and then the, the reporter turned. That's actually an agent who was kind of like I, I don't know. I, I felt like I knew it was an agent the first time he saw him. When she got in the guy's car, mm-hmm. and she shuts the door, and he's like, "Where are you going? What are you doing?" Yeah. He's got a smile on his face. Super creepy. Keep the yeah, car running. You yeah. keep the car running. Yeah. <laughs> Scully was pretty badass, though. That's the she first was. time where we see her. Like, yeah. That was pretty dope. Tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, I'm boom. Yeah. Like, I would first monster of the week episode. Yes. Squeeze. Written by. Glenn Morgan. Glenn Morgan. Glenn Morgan. Which is important because he's the very first monster of the week writer. I really hope you don't cut any of that. You really can't. I think you should keep it all. I think it's, like, it's really, that's why people would listen to podcasts. Uh, I do, I do, is this like the first show that kind of did that Monster of the Week format? Well, Twilight Zone and Oh, Apple. that's true. Well, the Twilight Zone didn't have the con- the through line. They didn't have mythology. mythology, and they didn't have the same. Well, that wasn't episodic either. That was. That well, was... I did appreciate this episode squeeze mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, okay, so it's not just gonna be aliens. It kind of right. does the supernatural thing where it's not just uh, dead right. things. It's right. like other it's investigating other weird things mm-hmm. is kind of creating an entire world, and and they have like a life that they have to deal with. They, it's not just they. They don't. Their full time job is not going after aliens. That's like their sidebar thing. Yup. And so they have this other thing that they have to do, which keeps tying back into the X Files. But um, and again, starring. We meet this uh, sassy agent played by Donald Logue. Is that how you yeah, say his name? Yeah, Logue. I think. Logue. Yeah. From Gotham. I don't. I. He's got a lot of stuff, but yeah. I definitely. Probably because I just finished watching Gotham too. I just kind of was like, "Whoa, yeah. I know him, but he looks yeah. so young. Yeah. Who is this guy?" But still, kind of playing like uh, typecasting, just like total dick cop. Exactly. But like yeah. lovable in a certain way. Is he a recurring character? No, no you, but you're gonna. I mean, I was gonna say you're gonna. There'll love be a lot of those, lot of those. throughout the series. Yes. Yeah. You'll see, and some of them even come back as different characters because they like the actor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. But not the same character. But I think because this series is so cinematic in the sense that every episode is like a short film. 
So each character has, the, it's not these stocky characters or stock characters. He's a little stocky. But, uh, but they, they are very well-written, fleshed-out characters. I think the character of Tombs is just, it's still, to me, the most creepy character ever from X-Files. And uh, with maybe the exception of the one guy, but yeah, there he is. Reese has shown us a picture. Yes. Not yellow eyes. Yeah. The every other, every oh. thirty years, he comes back and right. murders. Yeah. Right. Uh, definitely like like like. There's nothing like even that. Like he definitely was creepy. There wasn't like he didn't really have a like weird monster skin or anything. But just like the fact that that actor, and I'm sure they probably did some sort of film trickery to make it work, but just the fact that he was able to like squeeze through those vents mm -hmm. was so weird enough that it yeah. did like give you all that you really needed to know. Be like, this guy is definitely not normal. Right. He's a very <laughs> quiet character. Mm -hmm. He's very like... Very internal. Yeah, and he just... You just... see his mind Ooh. and eyes. Yeah. The, the yellow eyes freak me out. I mean, I know it's just like a simple thing. We get the... Uh... You usually get that with the liver issues. Or right. Like jaundice. And you, right. know, you have these yellow eyes. And that that was the first episode I watched, and I didn't watch another episode. It freaked me out so much. For it's like, horrifying. For two years or three years, I was like, ah! Like, Checking your vents constantly. Yeah. Just like, dude, <laughs> the, little, uh, the little screw you see opening up, mm -hmm. you see it like, turning in one section, mm -hmm. and does a close-up, and you just see it turn. You're just like, oh my god, oh my god. And I love, after the first murder, you just see it screwing back in. I love that. You don't see anything. Yeah. You see the screw. And that's genius horror filmmaking, right? I honestly didn't take as many notes for this episode, probably because I like couldn't stop. Like right. I couldn't take my eyes off. But yeah. It did kind of give me that uh, that addiction. I was like, oh, okay. And there's a lot yeah. going on because you have tombs, but then you have – it's really the first time we see Mulder – with other FBI agents. Other oh, yeah. And, and, and they don't. They do not like him. Not at all. He's a joke. They do not want him to play in their reindeer games. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, in the basement. Yeah, he's yeah, a joke yeah. to them. I can't believe they call him Spooky to his face. But then it's got that... Check it out, Spooky. It's yeah. got that great moment when he's just like, get that... Where Donald's just like, get him yeah. off my crime scene. And he's right. like, he is uh, qualified to be here. And mm -hmm. if you don't like it, you can go shove off. I don't yeah. remember the exact dialect, yes. but it was just a really like it a great nice. It was a nice moment yeah. where you are constantly reminded that like these these guys, they're getting wrapped up and they're getting excited with all the supernatural things, but mm -hmm. they're still like grounded FBI agent characters uh, right. that are good at their jobs right. primarily. Yeah, I didn't understand the whole polygraph thing. I, and I still don't understand why they do this because it doesn't hold. It's not supposed to hold up in the court of law. So I, that's one thing I know. No, but understood. most people don't know how to beat them. Obviously, Tombs does until he's thrown off by these two questions that he wasn't expecting. Well, those were the two questions but, that were important. But he's so quiet and still that that's really how you beat him. But that's how he is normally. So he's beating the polygraph. Yeah, it doesn't hold up in court a lot of times, but a lot of people in crime will use a polygraph to decide whether to go forward with the investigation. Yes. Like, if they pass a polygraph, they're not going to waste all their time. And, and then money. they got all pissed off about the 100-year-old hundred, uh, hundred question. Right, right, right. But that was the one line. And then, the, the, well, what was wrong with that uh, polygraph agent, too? It's just like, he right. did fine, except for these two questions he lied at that she didn't say anything about. Because right, 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 right. <laughs> well, the they were the joke questions. Right, but it's right. like, yeah. hello? That was the reason they were doing it. <laughs> well, they were looking at. They were looking at. They didn't know that Mulder had put those questions in. So right. That's why he just started looking like, "What'd you put these questions in?" <laughs> and what does he say? That must have been a uh, a base like, question. What's it the, was I like, the exact have term? you done some? 
did you do this crime 30 years ago? Right. It was like a 40 year. Back Are you 100 years old? No, yeah. yeah, it said something like that. Or did you do this in the 1930s? Yeah. And they were saying, of course his, his, like, whatever, his pulse went up. He was probably like, what in the world is that? Right, right. Like, uh, we're, a, we're, we're a stuffy FBI. We don't have a reaction to we, that. We don't believe anything. Right. How dare you? Is this the episode two where um, Scully gets so, like, she gets like super worked up into a theory, and then there's that moment where Mulder's just like, "Hey, remember, you got to put this in your report." Yeah, a law and I think. <laughs> that was the pilot. That was was pilot. it the pilot? Yeah. Yeah. She just gets like so worked up into yeah. like the theory of it, and yeah. then she, and then he's like, "Wait, no, no." That's remember. when she's like, "Oh my gosh, Billy Miles is is the one responsible. He, right. he went out there and he, that kid, the vegetable." And that's yeah, the, I laughed at that too the other last night. The I, vegetable killer, <laughs> the vegetable killer. Like, oh no. Yeah, that was the vegetable. Like, you gotta write this down. Be sure. Or no, it's when she says the vegetable after he says and then the, it was the sheriff's son. Yeah. The vegetable? <laughs> I don't know if I missed something in history either, but this episode also makes a reference to a World Trade Center bombing. Not to oh, get bombings yeah. in ninety three. In ninety three. There was a bombing in the I d I didn't catch that. And there was it was in the parking oh, garage. I did. And it didn't <laughs> Wasn't it killed a few people? It was a very minor thing. That was also they were trying to bring down the tower, yeah. the, the towers at that point, and um, but the, it wasn't enough of a bomb, and the towers were too big to have an internal bomb bring them down. And uh, but that was kind of like a, you know, the first time they tried to take down the World Trade Center, and uh, that was a big deal. I forgot that was ninety three though. They must that must have happened like right before they were filming, and they threw it in there. Uh, I I got to go back and watch that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And- What's even creepier is there was an episode of The Lone Gunman, and this is just freaky as hell because The Lone Gunman did a spin off. You'll meet them later on. The episode, of the, was it the pilot episode, where they actually thwart a plane from going into the World Trade Center. But that was before 2000. This was before. Before 9 11. Yes, that's it. Right. And Ooh. Lone Gunman was. Another podcast. Yeah. But, anyways, I was just saying that it was just yeah. eerie, eerie that that is the. Creepy, yeah. It's freaky as hell. So I have to know, we talk about X-Files all the time. We've been to David Duchovny in concert. We've We've been been to David Duchovny uh, book signing. I don't watch these episodes and think, I want to see that guy. Right. So Rock out. First take, first three episodes, what do you think? The words of the virgin. Uh, Well, luckily, I think, you know, as uh, someone who watches a lot of TV, a lot of movies, and is... uh, uh, someone who enjoys this type of genre as well. I think it holds up. I don't think it feels dated. I think it still kind of feels very fresh and new, and it's definitely still enjoyable to watch for the first time. I wasn't bothered by it in the least. I was. I didn't really find it cheesy at all, like mm-hmm. I thought I might. Like, like, oh, these old monster movie shows, they just, uh, the effects don't hold up or whatever. I was. I, I appreciate the, the patience that it takes and the way they tell the stories, too. Right. Cool. So hopefully the rest of the series holds up. Yeah. I think it just gets bigger and better. I can't wait to talk about like the tombs, the second episode of Tombs, because you're talking about each episode being a movie. You put those together, it's a full-length movie. There's like a sequel to this episode in the end of this, yeah, near the end of the season. The Same season. The sequel to Squeeze? Yeah, he comes back. And, Why are you spoiling uh, I'm not spoiling it. Well, that's all I'm going to say there, about it. But well, I assume in a show it. like this, because of being familiar with like Supernatural and stuff, yeah. I, 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 I am not going to be like that surprised if anything yeah. comes back. 
There's a handful of great characters that come back over the years. Monsters, and, yeah. Yeah, the monster weak characters. And, uh, yeah, he's just he's locked up. So yeah. I'm like, obviously, this is not the last time we're going to see him. Right. Because he's, he's there's even the nest. yeah he's building that's what he said he's right. building a nest exactly and uh, the classic like was was that even what was it a, what was he in by the way like in that last shot of the I don't know why there was a hole oh, it's, like a it's, hole. it's a solitary the, the hole is the food putting in but it, it's like a solitary no the hole is like a viewfinder because Kevin's standing at a perfect eye level and it's just the light shining through him which is like a little too well composed of a shot. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But, like, if it's solitary cell. confinement, you can't see in or out at all. Right. No, it was just a cell, I think. Or maybe it's, like, like the county lockup that's, you know, you get your own room. Maybe it's just a crappy lockup. Yeah. There better not be any vents in that cell. The, the jail cells I have been in have not quite looked that way. But, uh... <laughs> oh, you've been uh, in some jail cells? Uh, just overnight. So, anyhow, and, uh, who knows that one time I had uh, a bench warrant for not paying a ticket and showing up to fight it at court, but that's another story. That we, that's another podcast. Uh, so, uh, so, and, and, and... We can go off topic if you want to talk about the, the jail cells. Me going to jail? No. No. But, you know, what I think we should do is wrap this up. We should have a little contest, I think, because I think it should be called, like, Two to Cup Acts and a Virgin. You had an idea. What was your idea for the name of this? Uh... Two Files and a Newborn. Two Files and a Newborn. What do you, what do you think we should call it, Pat? Uh, big, big bang, babalooba hour. There we go, and uh, it's almost an hour. <laughs> almost fifty minutes. So I think we should, you know, make this a little interactive. If you're listening to this podcast, you're on our decubniacs.com website or at yes. decubniacs for Twitter. Uh, chime in. What do you think we should call this podcast? And very soon, we're going to record a podcast for the episodes four, five, and six. Yes. yes. We're actually on the road doing a comedy bit, show. Yeah, it's unclear as to what schedule we're following. I think uh, we're going to try and do three, two a week, so we'd have to get through six episodes a week at least. Yeah. Well, this is our pilot, too, so yeah. Yeah. a year from now, we'll do a second episode. That's right. It'll be... <laughs> <laughs> And we'll do all the five budget will be twice as good. Seasons in one day. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. we're, we're, we will tweet out. When and we my watch. hair will still be perfect. That's and right. then when you're watching, definitely use those hashtags and tweet out. That way, people will. Oh boy. Will know you're you're watching. And as long as I get some solid follows. Like That's I right. said, you definitely will. Um, everyone follow the, the Pat Reedy. Yeah, let's go around the horn. I'm at the Pat Reedy. Mm-hmm. I'm at Loris F. I'm at Walt Frazier. And I think it's the same on Instagram and Vine too, right? Mm. Same. I, I do a lot of Instagram, but they always end up on Twitter. Well, so I don't have that interest. I don't have very interesting. Well, we should plug too the uh, you know if you like comedy in yeah. general, we have a whole comedy YouTube channel. Yeah. Yes. At LMAO. That's right. A lot of comedy LMAO videos. NYC. Pat's yeah. been very good about doing his weekly videos. That's the only one. I'm gonna, gonna get back to that. <laughs> Steven's good. Steven made a video today. We actually do new videos every day, hypothetically, and uh, we gotta get back to that. We've been very busy. Larissa and I just bought a house, so we're a little crazy, but we're gonna get back to doing our weekly. But we videos. keep busy, and then beyond that, if anybody's in the New York area, Live come comedy. see our shows yeah. every Saturday at three and eight o'clock. Yeah. LMAO NYC or Improv for Kids at three o'clock. That's right. Yeah. Good comedy, interactive. If you like improv comedy? Come check it out. It's a lot of fun. Music, interactive. Come be a part of the show. Comedy show. Awesome. Hey, so the comedy acts, check it out. We'll be back very soon with episode two, talking about ep- episodes four, five, and six of the X Files. Yes. Which, what's coming up, Larissa? What are Conduit. episodes? Conduit. 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 Yeah. That's a good Wii game. 
Oh yeah. The Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil. Oh, I was just on Jersey the Jersey Devil. Shore. Love Jersey Devil. Jersey Devil, and what's after that? Uh. Your IMDb, Mr. Fraser. I should look it up, Fraser. Look it up. Of course, half half the people listen to this podcast was like, "You idiots." Be sure. Be sure to tweet at us how much you hate when we don't directly reference something by That's its appropriate right. name. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get a little more research into these next Walt few episodes. Has, like, all the directors and writers wrong. He's I'm like, more about. I just well, I just took notes on my phone, you know. Oh yeah, James. As Walt I was going along. Right, you know, Dawson's Creek. No, <laughs> I am much more about concept than but that specific. was actually on Capino. All right, so uh, coming up, episode four, Conduit. Episode five, The Jersey Devil. Episode six, Shadows. Okay, so at least one X file was on Shadows yesterday because I saw live tweets for Shadows. So someone is ahead of all. Oh, of us. the episode Shadows. But I think today, because everyone else was tweeting about Jersey Devil yesterday. So everyone else should be on Shadows today. Well, but X-Files I know a lot about... X-Files Global... Re- or the X-Files rewatch from, according to the X-Files Twitter account, they're all on Squeeze today. Mm, squeeze. Squeeze. Well, that's a Glenn Morgan I really James don't want to have another weird thing where we're tweeting out something that, that can resemble porn or sound like porn. <laughs> so Deep Throat, I, if people are going to hashtag Deep Throat again, let's not... Oh, I, then I think out. they named these episodes on purpose. Die. No, we're still recording. Yeah. Yeah. It might have died on deep throat. But... Uh, what a way to go. Hey, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. Two Decomiacs and a virgin. Ah, uh, Okay. <whistles> that wasn't me.